Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, uh, this is Terry and Ian back with another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. And this is kind of like part two of our talk on buying cars, particularly as youth uh, and first-time car buyers. Um, Just as a little reminder, I myself am 19 years old. I do not own a car. And I went a little bit into kind of the reasoning about why in the previous episode. Ian, I believe, is 16 and just recently got his first car. And uh, I'll let him fill us in on kind of the, the numbers on what that first car purchase looked like. And then he'll kind of walk us through the financing process and the pros and cons of this financial decision. Um, do you want right. to launch us off with that? Yeah. So thanks, Terry, for that short recap. So this is really like a part two where we talk more about financing. So I'll give you a short recap from this last episode. I bought a 2017, so a five-year-old Volkswagen Jetta. I actually have the TSI model, so the sportier version. Kind of cool. That's turbo. <laughs> um, but it sounds like a lawnmower. <laughs> but um, I paid... So the the um, price base price was twenty grand on this car, actually more like nineteen k, but then after taxes, um, it would have been about like twenty one k. But I got a three thousand dollar warranty extended for a hundred thousand, thousand forty or four, a hundred and forty thousand miles, okay, or five years, which will basically be the duration of my loan on this car, and that added a little bit more, so it was twenty four grand. But I put 7K down. Okay. So my family gave me a lot of financial support. My grandpa gave me $5,000 for the down payment. I put 1000 down and my parents did 1000 down. So 7000 down. So it was about 17700 So the payment is three eighteen dollars a month for 60 months at 2.99% interest rate, which was financed with the credit union mm-hmm. through my dad, who has a really good int- credit score and already has a mortgage and other car loan with this credit union. That makes sense. Um, and I'm assuming he does most of his banking with a, like a local credit union, which is the one um, used for... We actually do most of our banking, like early day checking savings. We actually do it with Bank of America. Okay. Okay. But you just used a, a local credit union for, for... Is it for just this particular car loan or did you use it in the past as well? Um, well, our, this credit union, we actually used Trice for the original mortgage and then the refinancing of our mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then I, if I'm, I think he also refinanced his car with this credit union as well. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. Pretty. So we have history with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So um, what, kind of a, what kind of effect did this purchase have on your personal financials and financial planning? Well, for me, really, um, I was expecting to have to save up for the down payment on my own. Like, I didn't know my family was going to help me in that way with the down payment. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting to save um, $5,000 within 12 months because I'm starting a job. Technically, I started, but really, I'm getting more and more hours starting next week. So really, this car is going to take um, my first payment. It's not till July. It's with Actually, I have, to give context, my family is giving me financial support of $200 towards the payment. 
and $50 towards insurance. So I'm responsible for a $118 car loan, $170 um, car insurance, and um, $80 of tank gas, which I only expect to fill up my tank once a month. I actually don't even need to for the month of May. Very nice. So, so that'll um, be in like a little over 300 a month? A little over 300 so I'm expected to be making, um, so right now I know I'm working on weekends only for the month of May because I'm working at the city pool. I'm actually working on finding a second job, which does at the Sonic's own, how horrible it is to find a job right now. Mm. Like considering I only have one job, but it's a seasonal one. Okay. So I am working about, I want to say, anywhere between 17 to 24 hours every two weeks or pay period. And then I expect to make $500 in June and, and then 500 in July. So this car is taking a good chunk of my income. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but uh, hopefully it'll open you up to more job, job opportunities. Yeah. It might be a little bit further of a drive away. And business ideas. Like I want to start a business, which I will be prior or a car. Right. That makes, yeah. So It'll be a bit of an investment, at least in the beginning, but hopefully it pays off. Yeah, right now it's a liability, but if you play your cards right and say you have a business idea, which I'm not really one, I can share my business idea a little bit there, mm-hmm. but like I could share my car into an asset quickly. Yeah, that's very smart. That's very smart. Because then it ends up paying for itself and it's yep. more of a justifiable expense rather than just strictly like uh, aesthetic pleasing transportation which is what oh, like honestly it does look nice it's just gray um Volkswagen Jetta I love seeing it on my window parked in the street it looks so cool nice nice um did that set like did that change your I don't know what kind of like goal setting you've done for like you know you want to have an x amount of funds in a retirement account by x date and be financially free by yeah. a certain age did that change any of those projections at all kind of well honestly it was more of work I was, so honestly yeah it kind of did hurt me in a way mm-hmm. so i was i was expecting to be working um like tre- 10 hour weeks like which i probably will be though in the summer but like right now with my job so uncertain in this car taking a bunch of my income, I cannot really save. Well, I still have my recycling business, which you guys heard about like months ago when I joined this team. I did a whole episode about that with Jacob. But I'm still saving for college, but I cannot really pull any money towards a Roth IRA yet. And I still have to limit how much money I pull into a personal stock brokerage account. So I kind of hampered it, but once I start my business, um, I can actually exponentially increase my income to the point where I can really start saving. Sweet. Maxing out that Roth. Yep. Yeah, that'd be great. Market is down, so also time to buy, buy the dip. Oh yeah, lots of good sales. Yep. Netflix is down 60%. Totally am not crying about my free stock there. (laughs) That's brutal. It's brutal out here. Olivia Rodrigo said that. Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah, it's really a song here. Um, it's, oh, it's brutal out here. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm completely out of the musical pop culture. So that whatever. Guys, cancel Terry for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I, uh, 
should find my next successor real quick, huh? Um, well, you're almost not a team, but it's, know, yeah, team. it's, it's coming up quick. It's, um, yeah, it's looming in the horizon. Um, what was you mentioned earlier that it like, in your opinion, the you know getting your first car kind of quote unquote ruined, or it was a setback. Uh, yeah, like a setback. That's a good way to put it. Um, what's what was the details there? Like, what was your reasoning behind that? So, um, oh, I feel like I overpaid for this car. I paid like oh, 19 grand base for a five-year-old car with 58,000 miles on it. Yeah, a new, a brand new car will sit, cost $30,000. But I personally, like, I don't know how much this will have cost in like, let's say 2019, before 2020. Because of the chips shortage and all of the chaos going on in this world, car, used cars are through the roof. So our new cars, like new cars are paying over asking now. So really, it's just that time. Like, honestly, like our generation right now is kind of being screwed over when it comes to car ownership, home ownership, and all of these things. Like, yeah. it's something you hear about all the time. Yeah. And like, I can, we can do a subtle episode on that. <laughs> but um, I, I just feel like I overpaid. For a car, like if it were 2019, I would probably this car would have been a lot cheaper. So that's one thing. I just feel like it's kind of screwed what like the time of the world I had to buy this car. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um and even more unfortunate, unfortunate is that you couldn't necessarily avoid it because the, that's the, the problem the timing that came out when you needed the car was kind of like during the thick of that, that's what I mean. You kind of got screwed. And, yeah. So it's it very unfortunate timing for sure. Yeah. So that, but uh, it, it, it's not like, it's not like going to kill me. It's just, you know, it's kind of something that I have to stick with yeah. for five years. And it's not like I can refinance it anytime soon because I don't see interest rates being any lower in the next 60 months. Mm-hmm. I actually got lucky because the day I was finalizing the purchase, interest rates just went up. No way. And I, Barely got point zero one underneath three percent. Huh, and that that worked out well for you. Yep. Yeah. And um, that brings me to the next topic, like financing. So, like, if you guys have a parent, like, if you're gonna buy a car, like, um, if you have a parent with a really good credit score, like above seven fifty, um, have them finance the loan for you if you're gonna finance. Because they can get a really good interest rate. And I recommend try find a credit union. Like if you compare instantly a credit union, like let's say a local credit union to Bank of America, Bank of America is charging you between 3 to 4%. Credit unions are between 2.5 and 3.5 right now. Well, that's significantly cheaper. Yeah. Any idea why that is? Um, credit unions are technically non-for-profit where every person who holds money in the bank in the credit union that money is dispersed to like loans mortgages yeah, well bank of america is a big bank they're trading your money on the stock market right, and they're a for-profit company and they're selling off that debt to other companies right yeah huh. yeah okay, that's 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 interesting i hadn't considered that before of uh looking into like credit unions for this type of things so the dog agrees. Yeah, he, did, did the bark come through? Yeah. Of course it did. Yeah, uh, our dogs are 
the loudest like they're they're tiny little things and they got the loudest little little barks it's piercing same same in mine yeah so you'll probably hear more of me this time well maybe they're agreeing with us you'll see like i said that (laughs) um Um, I don't think I have any other questions on the the findings part. I'm trying to think. Uh, was so, there any one, one like one question that comes to mind? Was uh-huh. was there any like big fears or unknowns, uh, or like s- not setbacks, but like things you had to research before this car buying process? Like as a brand new car buyer, um, was there anything that like you were nervous about that you've you've kind of figured out the answer to now after having gone through it, or was it just you know, a fairly simple process. Um, well, because of my dad having bought like what probably like over 10 cars in his lifetime, mm-hmm. um, he knew like everything you need to know about like car buying and stuff. Really the biggest like unknown to me was honestly the insurance. Insurance as a brand new driver is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like with Geico, they were gonna double our premium just for me having a license, not even a third car. So we switched to a company that was only 50% more and actually gave us a discount because of my mom's educator status. Hmm. But um, but really, whenever I was doing my calculations, I only estimate, oh, insurance is going to be like 100 bucks. Like, I did not know it was going to be $220. Yeah. The biggest unknown is really just that. Like, I figured, oh, interest rate might be 4%, this and that, like, but really, the unknown was just the insurance. Okay. Yeah, like, it's mm-hmm. it, that's another tricky one because it's you can't really get around like the insurance company in some sense kind of has to charge a higher price for that because our our demographic of drivers, you know, youth and males are even more. Yeah, especially specifically males, uh, you know, brand new young male drivers. Um, they're like the most risky demographic to insure. So I understand why they're pricing it that way, but it is also very unfortunate, like how much it costs. And so part of me is like, well, maybe it's, maybe you're better off, you know, waiting a couple of years before you drive. But then in some sense, you kind of need to have your license and at least know how to drive. Um, like not, not that you need to, but it would, it would be a, a tricky situation to be in being like 22 years old and never having driven before yeah um, so like to, pay to give you context of what the insurance company said to us um the minute you hit 25 like once you have six years of driving experience um your premium instantly goes down a bunch and every year you're older every year of driving experience without anything going wrong your premium will drop. By the time I'm 25, my premium will be half of what it is right now. Mm. And this is actually a really good coverage. It's not like quite full, full coverage, but like if I hit someone, they're not gonna sue me because I don't have enough money from insurance. And like I have roadside assistance and everything, like I'm covered. Right, that makes sense. Like with insurance, you really do not want to go for the bare minimum in your state. Go for like halfway, like at least halfway. It's kind of goes back to that just a little conversation we were having on it's worth it to buy a car in 
better shape for a slightly higher price rather than yeah. getting like trying to get the bare minimum price on a pretty poor quality car that's going to cost you an arm and a leg in repairs. In that that makes me think of another topic. A lot of people, like I have friends who just bought their car private party and it's like very old and used. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you don't know what you're buying. Like sure. You could be buying a lemon. Like a lemon means a piece of crap car yeah. that like no one wants. And when you buy private party, like Jacob and I actually had a text debate with a group chat with Terry. Mm-hmm. Like how a great analogy for me and J- me and Jacob is Jacob's Dave Ramsey and I'm Graham Stephan. I'm not afraid to do certain things that Dave Ramsey's like will like shoot you over. Yeah, it's completely against. Yeah. Like Terry knows what I mean here. Like Jacob's like, why did you not do a private party? So someone like right reasoning here is like, we can do a private party, but here's my warning. Know what you're buying and do your research. Like for me, I've said five years max, like five years old max, and um, no more than 60,000 miles. Yeah. If you buy like a 10-year-old car with 100,000 miles or so, just really, really research. Like I cannot tell you how much to like research that car in and out. And probably take it to a mechanic for an inspection. If you go to CarMax, you can kind of be more relaxed about your car, but you're paying a lot more. So it's the price in some sense for your used car depends on like the level of peace of mind you want. You, you go with yeah. some established firm like CarMax, you know, you're, you're pretty sure it's not going to be a limit. Um, if you're buying private party, it'll be a lot cheaper, but you also have to have extensive knowledge with the, the type of car you're getting or, you know, ideally if your dad was a mechanic, that'd be great because he would be able to sniff something out real easy um, type of thing. I'm, I personally didn't have any experience with cars in that way. So I would probably have to either go the extensive research buying from a private party route or just going something like Car CarMax. Yeah, and um, in a CarMax story is we were looking at 2018 Elantra, which was about 20 grand. And my dad said to me, why is this so cheap? So we pulled it up on the website, AC and electrical problems at 9,000 miles. Mm. Instant red flag. And AC should start dying on you after like, 70,000 miles, if even. And electrical? Oh, electrical is something you don't want to mess with. Yeah. And today's cars have a lot of electrical. (laughs) Oh, today's cars are basically a computer with four wheels. For sure. And it's not even a Tesla. (laughs) Yeah. Which goes into like why cars are so expensive or nowadays or as of right now because of the The chip shortage. Right, right. So yeah, that, honestly, really guys, like we cannot like explain everything. It's more of like your own thought process with your finances and everything and like where you are, or what your situation is. We talked about this in the end of the part one. But honestly, if you have any questions, just feel free to join our Discord group and like at me or like at Terry or, or at one of us and email us. Yeah. I'm the one who reads the emails. I am willing to literally like help you think it through. For sure. Because like I'm even saying I got screwed by my own car, but I had to. Yeah. It's yeah, it wasn't a wasn't much you could do about it with the timing. But yeah, a second what Ian's what's Ian saying is that you know, if you guys have any questions about this this process, do reach out. We're more than happy to help. Um 
Ian, do you have any other last second tips or tricks and things you want to leave the listeners with? Uh, just really just research what you're doing. Try and get the best financing. Like try and get your parent to help you finance if you're on your own. Uh, I don't know what to say there. <laughs> yeah, if you're on your own, maybe that's when you would consider buying like a private party. Buying like private party with cash going for a little bit cheaper yeah. car that's still reliable. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about down payment. Dave Ramsey would call it like a beater car. Uh, just yeah. Car to get you from A to B. And I would, if you're doing that though, I would highly recommend still taking it to a mechanic for like a little inspection. Um, yeah. It's, it's just easy to get. And then, and then like for a down payment, save a good down payment. Like if you're buying like a $20,000 car, like I did put five grand down, like don't, if your down payment is less than a thousand dollars, you're not ready. Mm. You're you're not ready at all, because greater down payment you put down, cheaper your payment will be. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, and just and then you can look up like what are good down payments. And also another tip and or slash trick: do not finance a used car for longer than five years. Do it at five years max. It's mm. also very good to know because I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Because they're semi two month loans, don't do that. Five years max. Because if you buy a five year old car, the car should last you another five years. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that answers certainly all of my questions. Hopefully, the listeners got a lot of value out of um, this episode as well. Ian, I appreciate your insight and your um, the tips you you shared with us and kind of like the whole adventure of buying your first car uh, is is i learned a lot myself and uh learned a lot more about carmax specifically too didn't didn't really know much about them yeah i recommend carmax because i explained your whole like business model of how they're like not sales people in the last episode yeah yeah. he went over there a little so if you guys haven't uh, watched this last episode i would highly recommend that one as well we went over a lot of really cool stuff so appreciate you guys this time um appreciate you ian And we will catch you guys on the next episode. See you. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it. 